Tom Luke and Tom Luganville will join us coming up next on the Yingling Lager guest line. You'll see him on uh, ESPN throughout the season. Chris Parson committed to uh, Mississippi State on Friday. Um, four-star quarterback out of Brentwood, Tennessee. So Mike Leach and his staff get their QB. And that's pretty darn exciting. He was committed to Florida State for a while. And then uh, some things happened. And Mississippi State stayed the course. And they landed uh, Chris Parson. No S, as he will tell you on Twitter. Um, Chris Parson is committed to Mississippi State quarterback. He's an ESPN 300 QB. And Ole Miss has an ESPN 300 QB committed. Marcel Reed out of Nashville. So both out of the Nashville area. Um, and both ranked within about eight spots of each other on the ESPN 300 list. So there you go. Uh, Chris Parson committed to MSU quarterback. Marcel Reed committed to uh, Ole Miss quarterback. Is Ole Miss still looking? I don't know. Uh, they may be. Um, we'll see if if Lane is done or if, or if he continues to look around. But if this thing holds for MSU, they will be done at QB for this class. You're never done. You know, you're all now. You're looking for the next, the next one. I, I think the way to run the numbers in this day and age of college football is just to know that every other QB that you sign, and it depends on you know how it all works out. Will will not will leave. But you need to sign one every year. Um, you know that uh, half will leave at least. And um, but we've been on this run in Starkville and Oxford for a while. Uh, of really, for the most part, really good quarterback play. Um, And we've had some very, very, I don't care if they play in the NFL, some very talented guys come through, just depending on what they brought to the table as far as their skill set. And we all were coming off a year where we had one of our quarterbacks drafted in the the NFL draft, which is not as easy, I think, as we just throw around when we're drinking a Coors Light with our buddies in the afternoon. Matt Corral went third round. Surprised me. I, I thought he was definitely first-round talent. Well, considering who's been drafted the last 15 years, he absolutely was and is first-round talent. But Will Rogers, proven that he can play. Uh, this is his team. And uh, he had to he had to grow up right in front of us. And he didn't have any time to sit on the sidelines and get soak in the whole college experience, watch another guy do it hold the clipboard, talk to Leach a lot during the game, no pressure, you know, just go go to practice, get a little bit better, grow up, figure out. He didn't even know where the union was before they threw him in to start in game three of his true freshman year. Not ideal, uh, but he has handled it very well. Not surprising. On the flip side, we've got an unbelievable quarterback competition between Luke Altmeyer and Jackson Dart. And again, because Dart is the new shiny transfer, and even though they haven't been good in forever, because he's got Southern Cal by his name, there was just this, and this is what we do as guys in sports, automatic, he's our starter. And then the rumors around NIL, true or untrue, as far as the deal that it took to get him to the Oxford campus from Los Angeles. 
we'll see how that plays out. Um, and who really is the guy several games into the season? It doesn't matter early, but uh, once you get to, you know, there is a stretch run where it gets real for Ole Miss. Uh, but I think, you know, they rip off a bunch of wins. They'll be top 10. Will they really be top 10 team? Great question. Um, but if they start off 5-0, and 6-0, and 7-0, Troy, one, two. Yeah, they could easily start off seven and zero. Could be six and one before they go to LSU, and we'll see how that looks. Uh, LSU could have grown up a little bit by then, or they may be still trying to figure it out under a first year head coach. Back to back after that seven game stretch, which is as good as it gets, you go at LSU at A and M, and that's when we'll find out, you know, what we have. Or, or what we don't have in Oxford. Uh, I think Altmeyer, I think Altmeyer is more accurate. I think Dart is more athletic. And we'll just see, uh, you know, all that stuff that we talk about, who can process quicker and faster. And um, I think Lane will let you be a little bit of a gunslinger, but there is a line. That, that, oh, I'm sorry. There is a spot where he will draw the line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think Lane understands I need to give my quarterbacks the the ability to make some mistakes. If we're all going to throw it as much as we're throwing it in the game today, I like the coaches that don't freak out as much about a pick as some who who do. I mean, if you're going th- even if you're going to throw it thirty, when I was growing up, people weren't the eight times, ten times, twelve times, fifteen guys will throw it fifteen times in a quarter. Yeah. Uh, but even the teams that we don't consider passing teams, 25 to 30 times a game, and then you've got 30 to 35, and then you've got the teams that sling it north of 35, 40 times a game, which is unbelievable. That's putting the ball in the air a lot mm-hmm. where obviously you can get PBUs but picks. So Tom Luganville will join us next. Do you think for Lane Kiffin's offense specifically – you do do you want the precision pick you apart Tom Brady approach or do you want the Patrick Mahomes air it out you know stretch the field vertically and take a bunch of chances approach Ooh. because I'm not saying I'm not obviously They're I'm not saying off. that you're it's Brady and Mahomes s but it does feel like you have this somewhat split of stylistic approach for Altmeyer and and Dart Dart's going to be your Manzel Shea Patterson, run around, make some plays. He'll do some things that you go, wow, that's physically a high-level trait to have. Which is what people said about you with disc golf on Saturday. But the difference is he's not going to be as consistent. He may make some more mistakes. His his accuracy, he's going to miss open guys. Whereas it feels like Luke Altmaier, while not perfect, certainly seems to be more of the tactician approach of hit guys that are open in stride complete passes, move the ball down the field systematically. Yeah. Which is better for Lane Kiffin's offense? Which approach? Well, I think you have to, in Ole Miss and Mississippi State, you have to have a little bit of that gunslinger and create plays and and you're going to get flushed out of the pocket and can you keep your eyes down the field and your footwork and all that and, you know, deliver the ball. Yeah, but don't you think Kiffin's offense... Much like freezes, because Matt did a lot of that last year. Yes, but I mean, but they didn't have Matt had to, um, you know, 
really create things and make some magic happen. Correct. But yeah. the year they had Elijah Moore, Kiffin was able to scheme o- people open in a way that it, Corral didn't have to do nearly as much of that. If they have good yeah. offensive pieces, don't you think Kiffin's offense stylistically is is set up to help your QB as long as you're hitting guys that are open? Like Kiffin's going to get guys open better than other offenses. I agree. It's not like Jimbo Fisher where you've got to like <laughs> make all these reads. Like Kiffin's going to make a guy like Altmaier better because if you just put it on time, sure. the guys are open. I Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and again, both of them could look great the first six or seven games. The question is, when you go down to Baton Rouge and you go to College Station back-to-back, what do we have? Because it's going to get loud, it's going to get real, and they both have NFL-level edge rushers, and that's when the game is going to change. Auburn, maybe to a certain extent, they have good athletes. We just think they're totally dysfunctional and question what they have on their staff. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Superior. Also presented by Rick's Pro Truck. Spraying bedliners, lift kits, tires, and wheels. Rick's Pro Truck in Glugstat, RPT, and rickspro-truck.com. Tom Luganbill coming up next on the Yingling Lager Guest Line.